0: Hi friends, welcome to the After Party, a TSF Network podcast. This is a mixtape
1: of purposeful, encouraging, and fun content from across all the shows who are part of our podcast network. I'm Annie Updowns, Downs, one of the co-founders of the network. And you know me, I'm Fallon Kluge, the Director of Operations at TSF Network. Thanks for tuning in to the feed today. We're glad you're here. Okay, let's dive in. So today's episode is from Coffee with Kaylee with our gal Kaylee Dickerson. And in this episode, her husband Russell and Kaylee discuss one of the hardest years of their lives professionally, walking through a miscarriage and answering your questions.
2: Gosh, I love Russell and Kaylee, and we really love
1: having Kaylee and her show as a part of our community of podcasts. If you haven't listened to her show before, we know you're going to love it, and this is a great episode to start on, so let's get into it. Well, hi there. Hi, lover. <laughs> How are you? It's me. Guess who's back? Back.
2: Ba- back. Back again.
1: again.
2: <laughs> RD's back.
1: <laughs> he quite literally, this is going to be actually sweet. Normally, when we record these episodes, we've been around each other 24 7, but mm-hmm. we actually have not seen I know. each other I miss you. in like three days. Three yeah. days? Four days? Oh, yeah. And he got back literally this morning. Mm hmm. And I've been solo parenting. He came in. He was like, I'm so tired. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) He's like, I've been up since four. But you know what is nice about our life and like our situation is that I also get to live the life you live. And I know that's true. Mm -hmm. Like bus sleep is not great. Yeah. And thanks. So thankful for bus, But it is pretty hard to sleep. Like Mm -hmm. there's road noise and. You get, there's a bed, but yeah. imagine like a road trip, right? Like you One hear- bump can
2: take you out of your rim cycle so fast.
1: So fast. Or rumble strip yeah. or construction or yeah. you're someone honking. Like, you
2: hit the brakes and then you're like, your heart's pumping. And then you're like... Because you think you're, you're going like, in a ditch. Yeah. And then like, well, I could get up and run a quarter marathon right now. <laughs> right. So...
1: So I at least have but some I, compassion. You, you at
2: least understand. I do understand. I did play a lot of golf this week, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got... Plenty of time off the dad clock. I know. Clock.
2: I know. I know. I did. Plenty I of just, time. I woke up at four and couldn't go back to sleep, and I was like, "Oh,
1: dang it! But I got to be in out.
2: dad mode when I get home." You know, <laughs> I'm trying to be there for you.
1: He he did sleep well. He woke up, but he was just like playing in his bed until nine o'clock. So oh, the so Lord good. hath shined upon
2: shineth you, shineth down because
1: you did get to go back to sleep. Yeah. But anyway, we haven't seen each other. <sighs> Like, What's
2: new, babe? I mean, what you been doing?
1: <laughs> well, I uh, was the utmost in laziness last night. I made DiGiorno. Mm. I fed our kid DiGiorno.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's where so we're happy. at. That that was day three or four of you being gone. I was yeah. like, we're done.
2: You sent me that pic. And I we're was done like, here. So proud of you.
1: <laughs> we're done so here. Proud. Watched the show while we ate our DiGiorno. Mm-hmm. That's where we were at.
2: It's a, it's so know? good.
1: We were surviving, not thriving. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, I. You get in a rhythm of doing it solo, and we were in a cute little rhythm. Right now, I'm just kind of soaking in. We have, what, 12 weeks left of just him. Yeah. And it's like. You're
2: six months pregnant.
1: Yeah, it's like really bittersweet. Yeah. Obviously, so excited about our baby. But, like, it's just a weird thing to be like, you're going to share us. Mm -hmm. You're going to share me and my attention. Lord, help us, you know? Yeah,
2: I know. And like phones can be a a distraction sometimes too. And like even this morning, I was like, people were texting me, like, you know, with shows and this and other stuff, like to get done. And that, and Remy was like, Dad, like play with trucks, like play with the trucks. And I was like, You're right. Put the phone down, put the phone down, roll around on the floor with him, you know. And he's potty training right now. So he's just like, (laughs) naked baby running around (laughs) everywhere. I'm like, It's just the cutest thing.
1: Yeah. It is. It's so sweet. It's so cute. He's a little muffin at the moment.
2: Yeah. He's very tender.
1: Yeah. Like his he can say like sentences and stuff now. So that he does the with me. So mm-hmm. it'll be like Dada play trucks with me. With me. Yeah. Or Mama a- eat breakfast with, <laughs> with- me. And, yeah. and the-, the inflection and in the whole thing just takes Sorry. you down. <laughs> it's like, but, yes, yes, whatever, whatever you, you want. wanna do. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, I'll climb Everest with you? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Let's go do it. But I, I feel like that's such a thing that people say in the beginning, like savor it, soak it in, it goes so fast. People say all of the things. Mm-hmm. But I think in my head, I had this realization yesterday that the baby phase was what I thought goes so fast, but truly mm-hmm. all of it does. And yeah. I think I haven't the fact, the idea of another baby coming is making me savor even this two and almost three phase, and mm-hmm. there's just like never a moment you shouldn't savor.
2: Right, yeah, and everybody says like, it goes by so fast, and I'm like, cool, dude, you get it. <laughs> but it was weird because we were in COVID the first time, so yeah. it was like every day we woke up and it was like, we're having a baby, <laughs> you know, like we're like, yeah, let's watch our our what to expect when you're expecting app. <laughs> that lady's you know, a like,
1: legend. If you have the, any her kids.
2: puns are immaculate. <laughs> 10 out of 12 recommend.
1: What's her name? Like Cynthia or something?
2: Cynthia Curtis. No,
1: she was a teacher at Belmont.
2: That was our Belmont dean. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but we had time every single day to just like, we're having a baby. What else are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing.
1: Nothing. It was like, so we're 16 weeks in two days, yeah. 16 weeks in three, three days. days. And now I'm like, now we're, we're like, how uh, far are you? I'm like, I honestly have no idea.
2: No idea. Oh, I forgot we were been having a baby.
1: And it's hard. It's different. It's just so different. Shout out to the COVID moms and dads. Like if you had a kid in that time, I don't think anyone really had the capacity to care about how difficult it was <laughs> for all of us. Like what a freaking terrifying time what? to be pregnant especially have yeah. a first like we had no idea what we were doing no idea what was going on you're like handing off your baby to people in your families that True. you're like i hope you don't have this invisible thing that we don't know anything about yeah it was like it was scary mm-hmm. and it was nice to be home in excessive amount of time but also scary because yeah. our industry was shut down yeah. and the, the way we provide for our family and other families, families. was yeah. gone, and there was just—it's so interesting to do the comparison of this to that. Mm-hmm. I will say, on the con list of this, I've had to find clothes to wear because <laughs> before <laughs> presentable
2: clothes, well, you look so adorable. Thank you. Give them a fit check, babe.
1: Thank you for those of you watching. Uh, it's all from Target. I I couldn't. I don't. I, I finally had a, a moment of, like, I have to go buy stuff. Because mm-hmm. last time I just wore your big shirts and biker shorts. Like, that's...
2: Which is still great.
1: It is. It is still great. And but
2: so on trend this season. So
1: evening. on trend. So on trend. Well, we need to catch everybody up. What's been going on? <sighs>
2: it's been a minute where do since we've been, been here. Where, do we, where would you like to begin, love?
1: You know, I don't know. I really don't. I think we've been through a lot... Uh, emotionally on the hard side uh, Mm -hmm. with baby stuff that we should probably talk about. Um, And, you know, just like there's just been change pretty much everywhere around us, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And all of it has been like a shedding of just the old. And right now, we're in such a sweet, amazing place. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Like, I feel so... Happy and free and grateful and hopeful. And I think we didn't realize we didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. That we were just going through some stuff that, like, not with us, just outside things Mm -hmm. that were affecting us. And we finally just, like, set up some boundaries and set ourselves free, honestly. Like, the Lord did, but wow what a difference through many
2: avenues yeah like it was, what a
1: difference
2: I just I was like I it was so bad for me and we were just talking with Mia she said something about this and that but like brings on depression and mm-hmm. I was like I'm not a depressed guy like I'm a happy guy yeah and it was to the point where I was like do we have like black mold in our house like <laughs> why why are we just like surviving like why are we just like mm. barely getting by why is why do we feel like this you know what i mean it was yeah. to the point of like is there something like is there too much fluoride <laughs> in our tap water or something like
1: right no you literally happening? you did look at me you're like do we have black mold i remember you asking that yeah. towards like the end of it and we're like oh no just this these outside things mm-hmm. are affecting us yeah. and there was, to a degree that we did not realize mm-hmm.
2: and it was such a slow I don't know, or just like a under the radar thing of just like heaviness mm. and like oppression mm-hmm. that brought on like depression.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: honestly, and not like severe, but it was just like, oh man, I'm just like not, and I I feel like I just kind of like lost hope. Mm. Like I stopped dreaming because I was just like so burdened by having to deal with all of that, mm. you know, and it and it wasn't fun. Anymore, it wasn't like exciting. There was nothing like you know. We you can only throw out so many dreams and mm. throw up a dream and, dream and dream and dream and dream, and then like none of it happens. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like you just get to the point where you're like, all right, well, I'm out.
1: Yeah, I think it's good for people to hear from you, especially because everyone's like, is he always that happy? Is he always that? Mm -hmm. joyful is he always that wonderful is he always and it's true even when you have gone through really hard seasons which i would that's just kind of how we can sum up what we went through professionally Mm -hmm. lately was there was a hard season and um on the other side we looked at each other just like holy cow there you are Mm -hmm, yeah and it was almost like And I think a lot of people can relate to that, like jobs you don't like or jobs you're unhappy in. or And not saying we were unhappy in our job. It's just there was difficulties that we were up against Mm -hmm. that we didn't realize we were up against. And now when I look at someone who is doing a job that they like there's a difference between careers and callings Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we're in our calling and it was still difficult and hard. And I look at people in just a job and dealing with some hard things. And you're like, I'm curious what this would look like if you chose to be brave Mm
2: -hmm. and you
1: chose to step out and do something that scares you. Yeah. And like something that excites you. And I I saw this video the other day that was like, I don't encourage my kids to do what they love. I encourage them to do what they're good at. Mm -hmm. And I think callings are things you are good at. Like things that are innately you're passionate about, and come easy to you, mm-hmm. and because it should be in your gifting.
0: Right, and he
1: was just talking about he's like, don't just pursue things you love. Like you may love music, but if it's not your calling, don't do it. I actually, mm-hmm. I do, I'm curious if these people are listening to this episode. But towards the end of the year last year, which was definitely the hardest year of our lives. Um, all of this, you know, some professional stuff was like difficult and heavy, and personally we went through a miscarriage mm-hmm. it was he did up 130 shows last year and recorded a record on the days we were home so essentially if we didn't tour together we wouldn't have seen you mm-hmm. um it was hands down the hardest year of our lives 2017 yeah. was really tough mm-hmm. just touring non-stop in a van and that's like a whole different kind of hard yeah, that was
2: more just all physically exhausting yeah this just was like schedule like this was more emotionally
1: exhausted. yeah and this couple, this sweet couple, I hope you're hearing this because I hope you can hear my heart. They called me over. I was at the sound booth during a show and they were at the front of the booth and I walked up there and they're like, Hey, nice to meet you. I was like, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> and she's like, he does music, points to her husband. And, um, she said, do you have any advice? And this was end of the year. I, I think I'd already had my miscarriage at this point point. no one knew that and, we were just so so done and and i just looked at them in all honesty and i said don't <laughs> <laughs> and i still kind of feel bad about it i i my heart like i do believe that deep down that if god hasn't called you to something mm-hmm.
2: and something, maybe he has
1: right and and that's what i did say i did get that out at least i was like if god has told you to do it do it yeah but unless he has told you to do it, I cannot discourage you enough
0: yeah. is what I said. <laughs> and
1: I said, what you're looking at, and it was a room of thousands of people. And I said, what you're looking at right now is a decade of the two of us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all hands on deck with a team, with management,
2: every agents, day.
1: every day, everyone pushing forward.
2: Yeah. Every meal, every conversation. Yeah. We can't I'm even like- have a date night without... I mean, both of us—we're both yeah. guilty of it.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "What you're looking at is this is a decade, yeah. and it and it was big. It was thousands of people, but it wasn't an arena. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a stadium, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm like this is still where we're at.
2: Yeah, you I know? think about that too.
1: And I just felt uh, later, I was like, "Man, I think I, in my unhealthy exhaustion, was way too blunt to those people, but I I do kind of mean it. And and but when God tells you to do something. He is going to sustain you to do it. Yeah, and there, without him telling us to do this, there ain't a chance. Like, we would have you would be where you are, or we would have seen the things we've seen. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine if we were doing it in our own strength. And I think that's what I was looking at this couple being like: unless God is going to help you do this, you don't want to do this because even with him helping us, I'm really, really tired. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really really tired, tired. it's <laughs> been a long year can we just pray real really,
2: quick
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really hard <laughs> year
2: um i think about that too that i like doing like keynote speeches like back at belmont where we went to college mm-hmm. and you know because people would come in and talk and like craig wiseman like big songwriters would come in and talk and i was like i would love to go back and like tell people like don't don't <laughs> do this don't do this. <laughs> don't do this i know all you see is the stage and the you know, the big performances and all the cool stuff, but like, bro.
1: Yeah.
2: And if you're looking at me, you're like, BS, I'm going to go do this, hmm. then like, you might have a shot. But if you're right. like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he's right, then let me just save you a decade of your life. Yeah. Go get a job at State Farm, sell some <laughs> insurance. No, Jake, I'm just kidding. go
1: be the new Jake. But you, in all of that, you did have hard days and, bad days and but you still showed up and i think people are like there's no way he's like that all the time and even in the hard things you still were you Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we were just more tired i think i feel like we were just
2: like just dull i just didn't have the energy all my energy was just sucked out of me yeah yeah and like that's why i was like do we have black mold (laughs) floor what's in our water right Sums up with our city water yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, it was incredibly difficult. And I feel like people may not know because we choose not to make our social media a place we complain about our lives mm-hmm. or say like, oh, this is hard and yeah. like I think there's just enough everyone's lives are different kinds of hard. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to do wake up at six every day to drive and commute and that's a different kind of Mm heart and it's a different kind of hard to not be passionate about what you do and it's a different kind of hard to sleep on a bed that's moving on a highway Mm -hmm. you know like there's everyone has different things and that's great babe we just don't want to be It's a great word complainers you know like everyone has hard stuff yeah and but i think it's important in this long form space to talk about the hard stuff mm-hmm. for like the real deal people who want to know
2: because yeah. they do want to
1: know yeah. and um i did ask on instagram if people want to know things so i will check that at the Ooh. end to be sure that we've covered some of the good stuff
2: no we didn't do the five questions You're supposed to start with five questions well
1: i said that and i haven't done that for any of them oh, <laughs> so, babe <laughs> well i just we just dive right in you know, I know. all right I know. well hit
2: me with the questions hi my name is russell <laughs> question number one what's your where name where are you from I was born in Union City, Tennessee. Yeah. And then we moved here. We moved to Franklin in fifth grade. Fifth grade. I was ten years old.
1: Um, how do you take your coffee?
2: Ooh, uh if it's hot, I do black. Crema, half calf. Take the calf, take the decaf, <laughs> mix it in the hopper. <laughs> Boom. Half calf. Uh cold ice latte. Yeah. Whole milk, give me that dairy. <laughs> give me that lactose. <laughs> I want it.
1: How southern of you! Um, what should my other questions be? We're workshop this That's year. Three. We were workshop in um, the name of it too. Like, should it be like an espresso self or like a
2: espresso self? Espresso. 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 Espresso, espresso self. Maybe espresso self. Espresso self. Or
1: I thought of like caffeine, like a kickoff, like caffeine kickoff. Hmm. No, no, no,
2: you don't love that one. I don't okay. love that one. A drip right in. Let's drip right in. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, this is the kind of stuff let's, we talk about at dinner. Yeah, this, this, is, is,
2: <laughs> this is. This is why we can never have a date night.
1: <laughs> well, we can we can it's discuss this later, but um, let's just do three.
2: That's that's three easy questions. You love that name? Like, where are you oh, from? How
1: do you take your coffee?
2: Boom.
1: That's pretty good.
2: I love that. That's pretty good. All right. So now you're going to have to bring all the guests back.
1: And redo, and redo the them. beginnings of yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, back to the real deal, Dickerson information. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we haven't really discussed publicly. I've, I've done a post about our miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you ever did. I don't know. And all of a sudden, no. it was like, Us Weekly, Russell Dickerson's wife. I was like, wow, okay. So it's, it was like the first time that I was like, oh, our life news is like news news. hmm And that was- Bizarre, mm-hmm. like to be Clear. expected at some point. But yeah, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, but it was right in the middle of your tour. And yeah. we went to the doctor. I was around eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And I went in because it I'd had a chemical pregnancy before Remington, and which essentially is like the f- egg is fertilized, but it doesn't implant, but it mm-hmm. sends your HCG levels up so you get a positive pregnancy test mm-hmm. and so we had a positive test before Remy and then a week later you bleed and um, so it it's a very very early miscarriage but really just like a failed pregnancy yeah. um, and that was incredibly difficult because you have all the emotions of a positive test you don't expect mm-hmm. anything's going to be any different um, but at least it's way shorter lived than like a miscarriage weeks and weeks in mm-hmm. um so anyway, because of that, my doctor is kind enough to do blood tests on me almost like weekly to just make sure everything's rising, everything's looking good. And so she was doing that early on and and I started to feel just less pregnant. Like I felt like my sense of smell was going down or mm, I crazy. just like I was like, I don't know if something's right. And so we went in um, and my HCG levels were lower than they wanted. And so they were like, let's get you on an ultrasound. And um, we did, and in that ultrasound, they're like, well, you're eight weeks, but uh, what we're showing is more like six. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like,
2: we saw the heartbeat.
1: There was a little bitty heartbeat, saw, yeah. You know? And that that's
2: what's—that's the hard part, yeah. you know, to— because the first time you go in and you're excited and then you just see, like, a, just an empty circle, mm-hmm. you know, which is like, that sucks.
1: Yeah, that sucked, yeah.
2: But, like, seeing a heartbeat on the screen and you're like— and then that moment you're like, oh good! like you know we saw the heartbeat and that's what you're looking for. We saw the little
1: mm-hmm.
2: saw the little baby, saw the little yeah. heartbeat and then there's like, all right, cool. And then
1: they a were like, weeks, well, you the the me- baby's measuring smaller than based on the dates you're telling us, this baby should be bigger, the heart rate should be faster. So in that moment, I kind of knew something was either wrong with the baby or um we were losing it in that night we had to leave we flew out that night or the next day to go to shows in the dakotas south Uh, south dakota Uh
2: yeah we met the bus Mm -hmm. and then woke up and literally on the set of the big wheels music video
1: yeah that was like (laughs) you were
2: like i'm just gonna stay on the bus whatever and are like, still wrestling with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not sure. I was like, babe, every, we saw the heartbeat. Everything's going to be yeah, fine. Like, yeah. you know, like what? And you were just like, no, I, I know something's wrong.
1: Yeah. And I was crying pretty much nonstop. And I was so scared. And then you just had to wait. They were like, come back a week later mm-hmm. and let's, we're hoping for growth and it'll all catch up. So we're praying, believing for all of that and show up. And there was no heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um it was really hard, obviously. Um, and you were supposed to leave on the bus that night. And I our sweet doctor, I mean, she came in and you could tell she'd been crying. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, I can't. It's scary to consider going on the bus for this to happen. Um, but it's even scarier for me to think of not being with him like and so she she said fortunately she has lots of like artist wives as patients and um she was like fortunately you have your own bus and i that's the only way i'd let you go Mm -hmm. and so we did and got on the bus that night and went to somewhere i can't remember where um but we had a day off the next day in St. Louis and went to like a Cardinals game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well I'm feeling okay enough. Like nothing had happened yet, you know? And I was like, well, I guess, so we like went to a Cardinals game and now looking back, that's pretty delusional and Mm -hmm. insane that we did that, but we did. And, um, you had shows after that. And then we finally came home and then, you know, that's when I actually miscarried, but, Thank God I was home. And, yeah. um. But then, you know, went back on the road. I think that next... You left, actually, pretty short after that. I think you were gone for, like, a week and a half. You did a, a California run pretty quick after. Really?
2: And you stayed home?
1: I stayed home. And... um. <sighs> it's just, you know, like...
2: I'm sorry, babe.
1: You know, it comes with it. Yeah. And yeah like you just do it you don't have another choice yeah and I think it's easy for people to look at artists lives and no matter who they are and just be like oh my gosh it must be so nice and it must you know and there are really beautiful incredible parts but then there are parts like this that like you are losing a baby and I remember I probably shouldn't have brought your attention to it but we were I remember those South Dakota shows I was like hey, just a heads up, I don't want you to be blindsided on stage when you say two pink lines. Like, right. I don't want you to process it live, real time. <laughs> that right. is in yeah. your song. Yeah. And –
2: and But that would happen to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. No exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, hey, just a heads up, this is in your song, and I don't want you to lose it on yeah. stage. And um, it is a weird thing to, like, have to show up to your job and pretend everything is fine mm-hmm. and entertain, quite literally – -hmm. Other people, when your heart is shattered.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, our agent came out to one of them and I think he's pretty sure he knew. We told him before. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, Yeah, you know, I I could tell. No one else could tell, you know, like, but he was like, But I've seen enough shows to know that, you know, that wasn't your maximum. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Yeah. I mean, I gave it all I could give. And, if that was 7.5 out of 10, then that's, that's all I had.
1: Yeah, you did it. Yeah. We made it. We yeah. made it through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really, like as heartbroken as we were, like when as cliche as it is, when it says like the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. like that, that was it. And like when you were gone, I didn't have the comfort of mm-hmm. my husband there. Yeah. I didn't have, and I, I'm just so thankful that, I had someone else, you know. And Mm. I I remember distinctly praying, being like, I need you to hug me in my sleep. Mm. Like I need you to hold me.
2: Yeah. I need you to spoon me, father. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Seriously. Big
2: spoon or little spoon?
1: (laughs) Big spoon, obviously. (laughs) He's very comforting. Um yeah, I just so vividly remember like feeling peace Mm. even when it felt like everything was swirling. Yeah. And I just want that for anyone listening. Like you're going to go through hard things in life Mm -hmm. and you have someone who wants to hold you quite literally and be near to you when your heart is breaking. Like nowhere in the Bible is this American dream that everything is going to be awesome and great. Mm -hmm. It is not the Lego theme song. Everything is not awesome. (laughs) Like when you become a Christian and do life, but the promise is not there won't be hard things. The promise is you won't be alone. Mm-hmm. And I felt that. And I think you felt that. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting for the girls listening to have just the male perspective on going through that. And I know, like you had said to me, you're like, I just feel helpless. Like,
2: yeah. just. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like, in, i mean there are there are parallels to newborns and this in that mm-hmm. way it's like i can't i can't do anything except go get you whatever i mean whatever yeah. you need you know and it is it's like if i could take that physical pain away if i could take that i would you know like i would i would do it a hundred times over so that you wouldn't have to go through that but Um, yeah, it just, it, it's such a long process for us. I think to deal with is because we just dove right back in and I'm probably still processing it. Mm. I just don't know. (laughs) And, but like, that's why, you know, you waited till January to even publicly Mm. announce it. Cause I feel like we just sort of like, just get through the year. Just, you know, don't, don't, which we should not have done. Like we should have canceled, we should have done those things. Like I would yeah. go back and do that mm-hmm. instantly. But um yeah, I just I, I think it took us to have that time off. Yeah. And just that's when I feel like we both like and it would just hit me at random times. Like I'd be I would be I don't know, chopping something in the kitchen <laughs> to cooking and Something would make me think of something and, you know, and then it was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, and then I just, like, start crying in the kitchen and, you know, that's just another step in, in dealing with it and just feeling it, letting it. I'm a seven. I don't like to be <laughs> sad, but I've learned to, to let those emotions in and feel them and don't run from them, you know.
1: Yeah, it's good. And you feel them, you almost, like, you personally, like, work them out, literally. Like, you go, like, chop in the kitchen or chop wood in the yard. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes for dudes, it looks different to deal with things emotionally mm-hmm. emotionally than than girls.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think it is for guys. It's, like, getting out there, doing something monotonous that you, like, your brain can shut off and, like, You're not just sitting there like oh I'm overthinking. I'm like next thing you know you like you chopped a whole rick of wood and you've got out all your problems and your frustrations and your um yeah I think that's like the shoulder to shoulder thing Mm -hmm. with dids.
1: That's
2: where we bond on the golf course playing video games.
1: Yeah, and when you doing something. Yes, and honestly we I think we did process a lot. I shared when we were at the beach because after that year we're like don't book a single thing in January. Like we need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to shut off and shut down. And that's, I think, when we also dealt with a lot of things. And also when the Lord <laughs> decided to bless us with a lady who um, came and spoke life into our lives, like when we needed it most, mm-hmm. quite literally. Yeah, And from... I mean, she saw her name. We're going to refer to her as Beach Prophecy, Amy. Amy, we love you. Love um, you, Amy. She, <laughs> y'all, I, when I tell you this story, it's un, it's truly unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but we.
2: onto the happy stuff.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're 7 this I'll
2: feel the feels all good. I
1: know, I know. I was like, we just, I know we need to talk about it. And so we talked about it.
2: Yeah, but that's a great segue.
1: Yeah, so she uh, and her husband actually made a beeline for us, like, on the beach. We're sitting there. And so I just naturally assumed she knew who Russell was and because that happens. And actually, we get asked this a lot. Like, how do you guys feel about people coming up to you? Genuinely love it. We love Honored. meeting. Honored. So um, that's Glad you I,
2: listened to the jams. Glad you listened. Yeah,
1: like, that's what I assumed was happening. And they started chit chatting with us, and Remy was actually napping, and we had his monitor because we were staying on the beach, and so his monitor reached the beach, so we could have some time alone. And they came straight up to us, started talking, and we started talking about God and all these incredible stories, and um, then we exchanged numbers actually because we just felt really kindred. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, I love, I love these people." And she was telling stories about praying for a woman in Africa and she was blind and now she can see right like all these things that I was like she's saying this probably sounds unbelievable and I'm sitting there being like sister I did years of missions work this is totally believable to me and I know this god that you talk of and I'm obsessed with this god that you talk of I'm here for all these stories and it was just awesome and so then the next day um she texts and we met back up and Um, she's like, you won't believe this. And I was like, I probably will. (laughs) And she said, me and my friends, she and her friends are goals. Everybody, they get together, they pray. And when they feel like God shows them something, they say it and someone writes it down. Mm -hmm. And she said to us, she said, when I saw y'all on the beach, I heard God say that couple go to them. And so when she made a beeline, she actually did not know who Russell was. She's like, I'm sorry, I listened like exclusively to Christian worship music, yeah. and now knowing this lady, I'm like that I totally to Mercy checks me out. I Me in Third Day. <laughs> that totally so. checks out. Uh, Lauren Daigle, hello, obviously. Oh yeah, that's Um so Sorry, how 2000s of me? <laughs> so Lauren
2: Daigle, Carrie Cody Carnes, Brandon Lake. Yes,
1: <laughs> shout what out. What all the
2: cool Christians <laughs> listen to these days?
1: Maverick City, obviously. Shout out Belonging Company. Anyway, so. She said, me and my friends we get together, and she said, the name Russell stood out to me. And she went back in her notes and searched Russell. And sure enough, she showed me the note. It was, like, created September of, like, 2021. It said, Russell, the couple, and the location yeah. we were.
2: Like the beach where we were hanging.
1: Yes. And it was so specific. There were other things in there, too, but so specific. And I was like, what in the world? And she mm-hmm. said, I knew that's why God said, go and talk to them. And yeah. so at this point, she had looked us up and she was like, I would love to pray for you guys. And she prayed so many things. Like when we talk about that heavy season that we went through professionally, she, at the time, some of it made sense. And some of it were like, as as you should when anyone offers to pray for you, like, that checks out. That doesn't. Right. Yes, no. Yes, That's no. That's biblical. Yeah, I feel that in my spirit that checks or doesn't.
2: Test all profits. Yeah.
1: And so there were things I was like, okay, that sort of makes sense, sort of doesn't. Well, fast forward on the professional side, everything she said really checked out. We just didn't know mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but when it came to us and the baby, she was like, I looked you guys up and I saw that you had a miscarriage and I would just love to pray for you. And I was like, bring it on. Like, let's, I would love to pray. And, um, so she prayed over me and she said, I, I just, and you know what, I'm going to say her prayer and I'm going to say it to all of y'all who are listening, going through similar things that yeah. you can also receive it. All, it was so simple. All she said was, I pray complete healing over this womb right now in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. I pray over this body that it is functioning. There is nothing wrong with it, that, um, you are whole and fully capable of carrying a baby and carrying it to completion. And there will be a healthy baby in this womb in Jesus' name. Period. Period. And I got pregnant 10 days later mm-hmm. with this little baby that's right here in our little— There he is. There he is. There's this little boy. Um, and she also said, in this next pregnancy, you will not have to fear what you have walked through. And I, when I tell you that I clung to that, um, in those early days, just cause it's so unnerving, especially mm-hmm. after you've done it. Yeah. And I'm like, I never, ever want to do that ever again. And I'm not saying I never will, but in Jesus name, I don't receive yeah. that I ever will again, but you just never know like what God has for you to walk through. And, um, If the reason I walked through it is to tell someone else who's walked through it, you're going to be okay and God is still good, I would do it again. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a hard thing to say when things are not good, that God is good. But he still is. And um, I don't know why it happens. I'm going to be honest. It's not fair. It's not right. It's incredibly painful in every possible way. Mm -hmm. But I'm believing Like, she believed for me that you won't have to go through it again and that you can be whole and healed. And that day, I think I was. Yeah. Which is crazy. And the same thing, this baby has been so easy and... I'm so thankful you've been
2: crushing it babe
1: <laughs> I've been really tired though
2: yeah I'm taking a lot of naps
1: but... <laughs> I've taken so many naps when like Remy's nap time the second Your body's time running a marathon this se- yes the second time around is no joke because or just any baby after the first you don't get to just nap when you want to nap
2: mm-hmm.
1: like with Remy not only did I not have another kid it was 2020 we had nothing to do yeah so we were just...
2: Missed those days.
1: We were just chilling. Ooh. I do remember in those moments, I feel like God's always given me, like, nostalgia in the moment. Like, when we lived in our really crappy apartment that you talk about. Um,
2: that bit goes over so good now. It does. I ironed out all the kinks. <laughs> I got it down.
1: His little speech before he sings Home before Sweet. Before Home Sweet. But we lived next to Miss Kathy. She did, you always say she had eight cats. She had one cat. I know. Um... Anyway, we just lived in this little duplex with, you know, wood panels on the walls. And I remember being in that apartment so thankful Mm -hmm. and knowing I was like, I'm going to miss this. Like, what's that song?
2: You're going to miss this. You're going to want this back. You're going to wish these days. Hadn't gone by so
1: fast. These are
2: some good times.
1: I re- I'm obsessed with that. I've...
2: Did I I sang that at Belmont. You did? I was, yeah, I sang Maybe it for one of mine. Maybe that's when I my... fell in love with you. That,
1: that was it. Trace Atkins. Thanks, my... Trace. Trace. <laughs> we got Trace to thank. Okay, so before we started this episode, I did throw it out there on the Instagram of Russell coming in because you've been a recurring guest that I want to be sure we cover what people want to hear. Yeah. So- Russ said, just do a couple quick hitters, and these people know who they're dealing with. These are not quick hitter <laughs> questions. These are- uh, This
2: isn't your favorite flavor ice cream questions.
1: Spiritual warfare. <laughs> yes. Praying yeah. over your children. Yes. All do things it. Holy Spirit.
2: Do it. Holy Spirit. Yeah, do it. Do it. Get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Baptized in. in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit.
1: Ask him to just come into your life. Yep. That's it.
2: Boom. Next. <laughs>
1: Um, Honestly, I feel like I should pray over my child more than I do. But I I pray. In- I say
2: prayers with Rim Dog every night.
1: I well, I <laughs> I know that. I know that I do that also sometimes. D-
2: sometimes.
1: But I mean, I I sometimes feel. I'm just gonna be honest. I sometimes feel guilt about not praying over my child like constantly. But I I really am someone who prays. Pray something once, like when the Lord was like, hey, "Don't babble on. Yeah, I Babylon." Yeah, do. Babylon. Whoa, bro. Don't Babylon, Babylon. Um, That's like the David Gray song. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I really believe it. Like, once I've prayed that his life will look a certain way or like that he will walk in the ways Mm -hmm. of the Lord and never depart from it and all that, I really believe Mm -hmm. it's done. So, like, I don't continue to pray the same prayer over and over and over and over. Yeah. But I do intercede for him and i do when i feel i I don't know i I gotta feel guilty about that i'm gonna be honest um how how do you avoid all the drama of celebrity and country music um because we do not engage
2: do not engage
1: we do not we love literally everyone no every single person we come in i don't care who you vote for i don't care Anything about it, Mm -hmm. our job is to love people in our industry, so we're going to do it, and we're going to be friends with them, and we just do not engage or have a tolerance for it. Like, if someone is pretty dramatic, we just, they're not the person we hang out with all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? But it doesn't mean we're not going to, like, this is our mission field. This is our calling. We're not going to get distracted by silly little things of the enemy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this is a good one that we definitely need to address. I've thought about this. Uh oh. Um, if you have children in the car, we are about to engage in adult conversation. Uh-oh. Um, coming from a mom with in her thirties with two kids, are you guys still hitting the one a day sex goal?
2: Hey. <laughs> um, no. Absolutely.
1: No, we are not. Well,
2: not. Yeah. No. We're. Yeah. No.
1: I've thought about this. How I was like, I need to readdress this as a mom because. Yeah. If I was a parent, I would be feeling this like. Intense. Did we say that
2: on the first season?
1: Well, I'd, We've said it multiple times. That, yeah. that was a goal of ours. And the reason it was a goal of ours was because I knew this season would come. So I was like, yeah. if we don't set goals and make this a priority. I'm always we,
2: down for every day. I know
1: that. I know that. No, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was like, I need to address this because there's probably a lot of people carrying this, like, Intense pressure right. to like try and, and have that.
2: Kaylee said have sex every day.
1: Right. And I was like, I need I do need to address this. So yeah. I'm glad you asked. Um, but I'm really glad we did. I was like, if we don't have any kids, there truly is no excuse to not. And we still never like had a perfect record of that. No. It was just a goal. Even still. Yeah. Yeah. Even without kids. So, but we knew it was a priority. It had to be without kids, so it would still be a priority with kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad we did that because I think we do – we still try to have a great thriving sex life as parents. We do. But we also are tired. Yeah. And worn out, and that's okay too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We I got need, one. I need to know what purple mattress you got. Please share that info again. Ooh, this is not an ad. I'm not being paid to say this. That mattress has changed our lives.
2: Yeah, we bought one for the bus, one for the house.
1: It has changed. As a pregnant person, I think it was in my cart for an extended period of mm-hmm. time. Because we would try them at the mall. You can go, like, try them at the mall or mattress firm.
2: <laughs> Speaking of sex.
1: <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> um, you can try them. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I was like, whenever I get pregnant, this would be mm-hmm. amazing. Because yeah. it just, like, conforms to your body. And I knew my hips would hurt with when I was pregnant with Remy and all that. And it was when it had been in my cart, because it's not cheap, guys. You know? Like, mattresses aren't cheap, and especially this one. And I... Finally, once we had the positive pregnancy test with this baby, I was like, "I'm buying Yeah. I'm buying. This is my early push present. If it has to be, I'm buying <laughs> the bed." Yeah. And when I tell you, it has changed my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It has.
2: Yeah. I well, and like earlier this year, like as soon as we found out we we're pregnant, obviously you stopped drinking,
0: right? At all, <laughs> right?
2: Then I was like, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm yeah. down." So I did too, and I was like. Sleep is my number one priority. Yeah. Sleep and like, because I was getting up at 6 a.m., having quiet time, workout, cold plunge, hot tub, yeah. all before you everybody were was awake.
1: thriving.
2: I was crushing it. Because we weren't super busy. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. And sleep became my number one priority. Because everything else, like right now, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. My brain's not <laughs> functioning right. I'm probably not even making sense right now.
0: You are. You're doing great
2: but sleep because i've been you know i follow i podcast i follow the i follow the health gurus yeah. i follow um uh, all that stuff and it's like everybody everybody is like no matter what you can you can work out every day you can do this you can do that if you're not sleeping then you ain't thriving yeah basically and so that's why i was like absolutely new mattress we need a new mattress purple mattress so what what give what was the question? Oh, what was it the said what, what was the model number?
1: It was the Hybrid 3.
2: It was the P-U-R-P-L-E It was the Hybrid, hybrid three. Number 3. They came
1: out with new ones. Um the Hybrid 3, the Hybrid 4 is like the softest, the squishiest and I liked a little more support than that. But go to the place and try them all out. Um, Oh,
2: and they got the OG, like your old grandma bed where the front would lift up and the feet would lift up.
1: We did upgrade to that.
2: You can can fold yourself into a taco (laughs) with this bed.
1: Well, I thought it would be nice breastfeeding in the night or whatever. I was like, you know what? (laughs) But I do not hear me when I say I do not recommend the split one. And I say this from experience that my parents had that bed, mm-hmm. and when I was little, and I slept in a bed that had the split. It was like a twin on each side. First of all, I fell through the crack. I mm-hmm. spent most i I slept in my bed way, my parents' bed way too long. I'm going to be totally honest. I was the youngest. No one kicked me out. Yeah. I kicked myself out. I was You're like 16 it years is, old. <laughs> no, I was like Honestly. it is time for me to go to my I'm own. I'm going to drive
2: bed. myself out of here.
1: But I just think that I can't. It can't be good for cuddling. It just can't.
2: No. Speaking of speaking of the previous sex question, yes,
1: it's important to have the same. What a way to kill Mattress, it. Yeah, yeah. The the, ma- the marriage bed Gotta needs be to be to one bed, not two twins. Spoonable. Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's enough about our mattress, but we do. I cannot <laughs> recommend it enough, and maybe I'll send them this episode. And be like, please, will you pay me to say this? But please. they they aren't. I would love to hear Mia Fields in her journey to meeting her husband. <gasps> You're prophetic, Janelle, because she was on this podcast, and you are going to hear that story. Okay, this is a good one. Yeah, how do you manage the road and faith? Do you find it difficult to live out both? No. Yeah, I, agree I mean, with it's you. hard to
2: have like quiet time every morning when on the road, and yeah, it's hard to like do that. But not like, should I be a Christian or not? Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think not...
1: it's it's like every profession. Like,
2: it's actually more encouraging because you get to see. On the road, it's like you get to see behind all the facades of like, oh, man, this person's living like the rock star dream, bro. (laughs) And then like you go hang out on their bus and they're just like just deep in the pits of depression and like their (laughs) life's in shambles. I don't mean
1: to laugh. I thought I thought you were going to say deep in the pits of Netflix. (laughs) I thought that's where you were headed. And then you said depression. And then I laughed. True. Not funny. Depression is not funny. No,
2: no, no. Not. I mean, not even. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's. all that to say that was dramatic. That was exaggerated, but it's like, it ain't all it cra- it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. So are like, like you said, I'm so glad we have a foundation. It honestly is more encouraging mm-hmm. to see, to be on the road and see, see people who don't and let them see us, you mm-hmm. know, like we're thriving out here. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. We don't sleep good, but our family's together. My family is my priority. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's fun to be that example out on the road and people are like, oh, man, that's so cool that like you prioritize that and that this and that. And like our bus driver who's been driving for God Willie Nelson and he been driving for years and he's like, he's like, you don't even know. You don't even understand how big of a deal and how special it is that you keep your family together. He was like, don't change a thing. No matter what anybody tells you, I've seen it too much. He's like, don't change a thing. And so, having having the fam together is, you know, it's like nothing really changes. We just pick up, <laughs> go on the road, pick back up, Get hang out at home. home. Yeah. So, as but it is, it is it, all that to answer the question of like, it's just cool to be out there as a light and not to sound so crish cliche, but like, to. Like, oh, you know, the family's out. And, you know, there is a lot of things. You, we all know what we're talking about going down on the road with single peeps and sometimes married peeps. And it's yeah. not good.
1: Yeah, it's not good.
2: But for us to have our family out and be happier than they could ever be doing that, you know, mm. it's just like, yeah, tell, that's what we are doing.
1: Tell the story. I've, I've said it before how that man— Prayed for us in England when we were dating, and mm-hmm. how he said our marriage would heal marriages, yeah. and people going through a divorce would stop it if they just Yo, saw us. And I just got another I, sweet message. I know I want you to share it.
2: <laughs> like, you can be, you can just be head, nose of the grindstone for so long, and then you like stop for a second and breathe, like, dude, these prophecies are coming true mm. of like our marriage will heal marriages. And we were in detroit lakes michigan and um amazing show by the way yeah that was i know everybody posts show. on their instagram like oh yeah, it's the best weekend <laughs> Like, here's the pictures that show may be best of the year
1: mm.
2: anyways get a message a couple of days after and there she was like hearing you talk about kaylee like that and god gave me a girl and yours and all the all the songs about you.
1: <laughs> yes, very sweet.
2: All the songs about you, and they were just like after hearing that we just our marriage was like almost over. And then after after your concert and hearing these stories and hearing these songs, it's like we immediately were like were snapped out of it and like mended our relationship, and now we're better than wherever we've ever been, and it's just. Crazy. Like, so sweet. That was, and that prophecy was like 2008. Yeah. Like, four years before we got married or something. (laughs) Yeah. And so it just, just crazy.
1: Yeah. It's really encouraging. Yeah. And you see that, like, everything, it's all worth it. Like, Mm -hmm. if we were doing this, and I think that's what you get to see behind the curtain, is you see people doing it for themselves. And you see how empty it is. And you see, What an illusion. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we've gotten to a place that, like, we are unimpressed with fame. Yeah. Like, we have enough friends who are, you know, so crazy famous, and you see their life is like anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And they need Jesus just as bad as everyone else, you You know? know? And we all do. And you get to see... What an illusion it all is and Mm -hmm. and how empty it all is. And it's like anyone believing whatever it is in your life that you're like, if I made it to this point or this level or if I won the lottery or if I then I would be happy. You can Mm -hmm. just see you can see people have everything they've ever wanted and still not be happy because nothing of this world truly is ever going to be enough. Yeah. And it's almost a privilege that we get to see such high levels of success mm-hmm. to know it's not enough.
2: Yeah. I mean, even us, like, we're more successful than we've ever been, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, it's amazing. It's great. But, like, those sweet times of, like, being just poor and nothing to do. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> it was so, like, yeah, we had that just, like, burning dream in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that was, like... That was not stressful, but it was, like, you know, like, that was what kept us going and got us excited. But, like, dude, back in the day, it was so chill.
1: (laughs) It was so chill.
2: (laughs) No money, no probs. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: awesome. It's true. It's true.
2: all I have to say, no, it's it's great. What was the question?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I'm impressed that it took all the way to the end for your ADD to pop up and... That was really good. I'm, I'm honestly in awe. Did you take your, your- I
2: took my Alpha Brain. Still not a sponsor. Not sponsor of the podcast. But I did take my Alpha Brain this morning.
1: Tell them what it is. Tell them what it uh, is.
2: I don't know. Joe Rogan said to take it, so I took it.
1: <laughs> That's a really dangerous way to live your life. <laughs>
2: What's this stuff that he talks about? Well, DMT. Whoever said,
1: whoever said, yeah. said it, so I did it.
2: Joe Rogan said to do DMT. I don't even know how you do that. I don't even know what that is.
1: Is that a drug of uh, some yeah, sort? Probably. Yeah, I'm a sheltered yeah. mom over here. This is this is interesting. I we haven't dealt with this a whole lot because we're pretty much like ride or dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's saying outgrowing or losing childhood friendships. I think there are seasons that are for certain people and. That's okay. Like there's mm-hmm. a time and a season for everything and everything under the sun and mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes, our boy King Solomon writing about. Um, seasons and there are there are people for seasons and then there are people for life. Mm-hmm. And we are lucky and blessed enough to have a lot of people for life. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's because we really chose friends who are believers. Mm-hmm. And the seasonal friendships are the ones that are less like that, Yeah, I would say. Um, They're there for a a certain time, and it's okay Mm -hmm. to keep moving, and it's okay if things don't work out. And you don't have to hash it out. Mm -hmm. No one has to be a problem or a victim, or you can just kind of grow apart, and Mm -hmm. that happens.
2: The further down the road we get, the smaller your friend group, like, cause in college you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. we're all hang out with this and that, hang out with everybody, and they just get smaller and smaller after college. But like, we we have the best friends in the world. We got fire squad.
1: <laughs> that's what that's what we've we got dev- fire squad. Well, someone called us, and now we all took that and
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, like we all went to college together. We all like married. I each friend married. A, the friend, you know, in the group. It sounds <laughs> incestuous, but it's not.
1: I was going to say, that sounds so bad. But no, yeah. I—I I like we're cousins. I think if you're looking to build, and in the same breath, if you're looking to build lasting, lifelong friendships, I would get plugged in in your church or find a church that's like moving and you feel God moving and, and doing a thing. Not just a place that you go and you're like, well, we went to church. Check it off the list. Like, mm-hmm. find a place you you really feel God speaking to you and moving and f- surround yourself with people who also are seeking that. Yeah, And that's been the biggest gift in our lives is having, having people that we can go to in the hard stuff to, like I said, with my episode with Cammie, like in my seasons of really hard things, she had the strength to hold my arms up like Aaron and mm-hmm. Moses, like finding people that are reciprocal in friendship. Because mm-hmm. if it's not reciprocal, that... And there's times that you're called to minister and, like, be the one who pours into other people, but that isn't necessarily a friendship. Mm. That That's ministry. And friendship is reciprocal, and they give... They fill you back up, too. Mm. And I, will, I want that for people's marriages, too. Like, yeah. that's how I feel with us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm just constantly helping and pouring out for you like you're also always helping and taking care of me
2: yeah Uh, but I think to answer that question more specifically (laughs) is like don't it's I think it just kind of happens naturally like Mm -hmm. if you feel like you should fight for this friendship then do it Mm -hmm. but if you're like yeah we're just kind of drifting and you're not worried about it then great
1: yeah here's a good one to end on okay how do you always manage to run out of gas (laughs)
2: By the way, <laughs> my truck is on E now. It is. You drove my truck <laughs> while I was gone.
1: Guys, <laughs> I don't know what my it gas is lights on. that I don't look at the gasket. I, I honestly, I haven't, it's not like I've run out of gas like maybe five times in my whole life. Like it's not like it happens all the time. I really ride on the edge too often. I
2: can't talk though.
1: No, you cannot.
2: I can't talk that. I ran that Nissan Armada out of gas <laughs> every other month.
1: I do—it is a shortcoming I have, and I love to share it publicly because, you know, everyone needs to know everyone's human, and this is a massive shortcoming of mine. Mm. And I don't—I don't know—I don't know why I am the way I am. I I did explain to my dad, and I said this on my Instagram about it, that when you are gone as often as we are, like, you just—you don't know up from down, honestly. We don't don't drive a lot. No, we don't. Like, my car has—I've maybe put on, like, 10,000 miles in the last five years I've had yeah. that car. Like, I—we—we're never home, and we never drive. So I— Yeah. Really, if I leave and it's on E, I will not—because the next time I drive, it's, like, three weeks later.
2: I'm curious what my odometer is. It's low. On my truck. Yeah. It's less than 10,000 miles. I bet it's less than two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that low. But, yeah, we—it's—we don't have an excuse. There are parts of our lives we really crush— the area. Yeah. Of, person
2: asking the question. <laughs> the
1: gas cages running out of gas. It's terrible for the car. I know. I someone was telling me there's like a service that can come and fill your car up. So I've I have looked into this and I'll report back because I think this is something I need to know. I
2: like getting off the gas station though. I see I don't. Popping out, getting a Celsius. No. It is
1: yeah. not my it is not my favorite thing. I'm
2: not a soda guy.
1: I avoid it at all costs.
2: Get a giant coke. If I ate like trash I would go so hard
1: (laughs) Speaking of We need to go Have a lunch date Right now? Well yeah I mean yeah
2: We get a lunch date?
1: Yeah Yes (laughs) (laughs) Oh do you hear my stomach growl? It just literally did Right on cue well, anyway, thank you for joining us for Coffee for with Kaylee and Russell. Coffee with Kaylee. Coffee with the Dickersons. That is Really. Thank you for being my recurring guest. I love having you on here. Hop in the
2: comments if we should start our own podcast. Because <laughs> I feel like that was fire.
1: <laughs> what do you want to call it? Hop in the comments with what we should call it.
2: Hop in the comms.
1: Hop in the comms.
2: Thanks I for being here. No. Smash that a, subscribe.
1: Smash
2: <laughs> that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Tweet out the link. Instagram it on your stories. We out.
1: Thank y'all for listening today. Hey, listen, don't forget to search for Coffee with Kaylee in your podcast app and make sure you hit follow. Listen to more seasons from Kaylee and her guests. And thank you all who have already followed this feed and shared it with your friends. We're so excited you're here. If you haven't, go ahead and hit follow on the After Party feed right now so you don't miss any new episodes we share every Monday through Friday. And we'll see you back here tomorrow.